Welcome to The Greenwood, the official podcast of the Company of Little Dunmo. Samuel, now your last name, yeah. Bakich. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Samuel. He he's uh, Samuel. <laughs> Samuel is um, a Serbian fellow. Um, second, gen- third generation. I think third. Yes. Third generation. Uh, anyway, he's a, a member of the company of Little Dunmo and um, one of our earliest recruits. And uh, kind of, I thought maybe we'd talk about how you came to find out about us, and, and first of all, how you got into medieval reenactment as somebody who, who is not a reenactor initially. Well, so this is a story that kind of goes back to around when I was around 10, and it's, uh, my dad bought a really awesome movie on tape called The Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn, so that got me into archery. Oh, yeah. Big time. Um... So, being interested in archery got me interested in all the battles where archery was used, which eventually led to general interest in medievalism, and I kind of got drawn back towards the time of Robin Hood, because that was sort of my earliest uh, influence, and I just wanted to see what was going on around that time. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I was interested in the 1190s. I started looking for like sources and stuff, and I've, I eventually, without really knowing what reenactment was, I decided that what I wanted to do was get together a kit of a minor nobleman living in the early 13th century. Um, so I started buying stuff initially in a Serbian context. Yes. Yep. Um, However, the the divide between Eastern and Western Europe, as far as style goes, isn't as big in the 13th century as it is, like, in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the stuff carries over pretty well. Um, by the... Uh, I could go into that more, but it's like, over time, there was a divergence largely caused by... Turkish, Ottoman Turkish incursions into Eastern Europe. Right, right. So, you know, it's like the the culture, even with the religious divide that started in the uh, 11th century, was much closer then than it is now. Yes, absolutely. Um, So so you were putting together a kit before ever really uh, reaching out to a group. Yeah, I didn't even really know what reenactment was at that time i just knew that it was something i wanted to do right right <laughs> um with hardly even had the name for it but i found a, uh, a, a facebook group called living history show your impressions and i was just posting my prog- progress with my kit there um and josh got in touch with me because i apparently i was doing something right <laughs> which was a shock to me <laughs> yeah um and said, hey, we have this group, the Company of Little Dunmo, wanted to join. I was like, there's a group? 
together as a group. <laughs> yes. And so I joined, and I continued getting my kit together, and then now I was now I was focused on England. Although, again, that doesn't actually change much. Right. For sure. Um. So I got the I got my kit together, um, and. About a year ago, I headed out to our first event, which was the March to Rochester. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that yeah was fun. Now you you the cool thing about from from uh, all of us in the group's perspective because it's kind of neat to we all come from different reenacting backgrounds, so it's kind of neat to watch somebody uh, get into reenacting for the first time and put their stuff together. And in, over the course of a year, when you first came out to the March to Rochester event. Um, you literally had like your soft kit and you and you slept on the ground and uh i think you i think you like forgot your tunic and like <laughs> there was like a whole no, bunch of things oh god <laughs> it was uh i had put on a whole lot of weight like, yeah right. I, I had gained a lot of weight i could not physically fit in my tunic that's right that's and right and i'd i'd forgotten my uh braids and under tunic <laughs> you forgot your yeah so um um, so we were able to kind of hook you up, but you've gone from that within a year. Uh, now you you have a pavilion over there um, I have, that I'm looking at. You have several uh, helms and a gambeson and all kinds of. I mean, it's just been from our perspective, like it's just been really like we just sit and go, "That's our boy." <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's neat to it's neat to see um, you know somebody kind of uh go all out like that and really put their heart into it Um, well i've always uh had the philosophy that if i'm going to do something i might as well do it right saves me the trouble of having to do it twice absolutely yeah and that and that's probably that's like the universal reenacting philosophy or it should be at any rate is uh you know if you're going to do something take your time um, cause you spent, you know, prior to us actually being able to get together for the first event, you know, you spent quite a bit of time reading and researching and, and hitting up people in the group, um, for, uh, for advice. And, uh, yeah, it was just, um, you did everything right. <laughs> and, and that's, uh, which again is sort of a surprise to me, but I, it's like, I'd spent years staring at manuscript, uh, images online mm-hmm. before I, uh, before I even started putting my kit together. Uh, basically, it was the manuscript images that made me want to put a kit together, really. Yeah. So, so when I started, it was like, yes, I am going to match the Mac- Machiavelli <laughs> Bible. Right. It's like, that, that was sort of my goal, um, because I didn't really know a bunch of other reenactors doing this. Yeah. I didn't have, like, I'm going to copy that reenactor. Because yeah. I didn't know that reenactor existed. Yeah, right. It was, uh, well, and that's that's also the. Be- I mean, that that's um, that's something else. You know, that's sort of the. Uh, I think should always be. You know, always go to the source. Um, don't just do something cool because you see somebody else doing it. And uh, yeah, that's a good philosophy. And 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 you kind of by virtue of your ignorance of of the hobby, like you you <laughs> you kind of bypass that uh, aspect of it. Well, so. Speaking of seeing reenactors doing something cool, um, there are a few at Days of Nights who are doing something really cool. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, 
specifically like for our time period, Joe Metz has a really awesome and really authentic looking kit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, there's definitely like, it seems like there's definitely um, some people out there that, uh, I haven't I haven't been to Days and Nights yet, but it seems like there's just people that have really put a lot of of work and time uh, into their into their kits, which is always inspiring. Makes you want to do better. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um, well, thanks for sitting down, Sam, and talking with us about your experience with the company. And uh, yeah, we'll maybe interview again sometime later down the road on the podcast. You've been listening to The Greenwood, the official podcast of the Company of Little Dunmore.